Hey, what's up? I got a question for you. Oh, yeah. What do an assorted family of freaks and performers led by an ambitious ringleader and a Latin American community that struggles with the obstacles of progress have in common? Uh, I have no idea. What do they have in common? Let's find out, because this week I watched In the Heights. And this week I watched The Greatest Showman. And now it's time to make The Movie movie Connection. Right, here we go. Welcome in, everybody. Hi there. My name is Jacob, and I'm here with my sister, Casey. And this is the podcast, The Movie Connection, which is a podcast where, you know what, in an effort to remain connected and to, you know, in broaden our individual movie horizons, me and my sister decided to connect over something we both really enjoy. And that is movies, 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 movies. So each week we assign each other movies to watch, usually that we haven't seen before. And usually. Then, usually. And then we watch them and we sit down to discuss them and review them. And then we try to figure out, hey. Is there any connective tissue between these two different movies? <laughs> any at all. Anything like it could be minor, major. Cetus Lapidus, whatever. Um, right. Wait, did I do I might have used that already. You know what? You did. I don't care. <laughs> I love <laughs> Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Check out that episode when we were doing Disney Channel Surfers. Boom. Plug. Where's your Xenon reboot? Was Xenon <laughs> as a mom like Dude, trying to control? Don't even like it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Don't even play. Like, you know it's coming. <laughs> They're going to get Paris Hilton to play older Xenon. Um, oh, God. I don't know. <laughs> it just, nothing would surprise me anymore. Oh, no. No, wasn't it Kirsten Storm was her name? I don't think she, she, she could probably do it. She ain't doing nothing right. <laughs> probably soap opera soap. <laughs> yeah, well, welcome a bit, everybody. Know. Super exciting show for y'all tonight. Like, I was just saying before we went on the air, like, you kind of have to take a nap between these two movies, man. There's just so much energy popping off here. Holy cow. So much. These are very, very high energy movies. So much so that I had to split my viewing of them because I couldn't handle it. <laughs> it was too much. No, yeah. it's lovely. It's so yeah. lovely. But you also have to like have that ener- some of that energy going into it. Exactly. And and especially like for a show, you want to be kind of paying attention and shit like that. Totally. And they're both emotional, one more than yeah. the other, but like they're both emotional. One you disagree? The other. Oh, wait. Okay. Depends on which one you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely talking about in the, in the heights. heights. Okay. Yeah. Good. In the Heights is definitely more emotional. Like that one had like an emotionally draining side to it that I kind of saw coming just because Lynn Manuel Miranda was involved. He likes to tug at the heartstrings. He likes to kill his characters. Sometimes twice. <laughs> or right. Sorry, no, that that's, that's just his performers, the the actors playing them. Right. Uh Hamilton reference, y'all. Just you you you'll get it. Check out that episode too. 
Hey, holy crap. Just, the plugs are just, they just keep coming. Um, so yes, uh, in the heights in one, in, in one ring, um, and in the center ring, as always, you got the greatest showman. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Hugh Jackman. Holy cow. Um, so, okay, let's, uh, get into these things. Well, we are starting off with In the Heights, which is your movie. Yeah. All right. So tell me a little something about... In the Heights. In the Heights takes place in Washington Heights, New York. There are bright and colorful characters that bring this tight-knit community together. And we hear the story from Usnavi. Um, he's a bodega owner who dreams of escaping to the place that his father loved, the Dominican Republic. Uh, each person sings of their dreams and in turn learns the meaning of home. Home. H-O-M-E. You can't spell home without me. And that's what it's really all about. Everybody is really selfish in this movie. And there's no, there's, there's no, like overarching i don't know like theme to do with community i'm so glad to be you know not dealing with that mess because who the fu who the fuck cares really like, nice <laughs> <laughs> okay if you can't tell already i'm being completely sarcastic um well, i mean there's I, I wouldn't say there's completely selfless characters though um i mean well i mean for the most part but like Nina, like there's a streak of, you know. I think each of them sort of has a streak of like wanting to do what's best for themselves. Right. But in the end, yeah, it all comes down to community, family. Um, yeah. Yeah, how we're united, not yeah, divided. And so Absolutely. Which, always a fan of that shit. Give me that yeah. corny ass nonsense. No, I love it. Me too. Yeah, it does um, make you sort of like re-examine your own community and like think about who you can lean on. Maybe not in the same literal sense as the people in this movie that all live like within walking distance of each other, but you know. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And I mean, yeah, such a good movie. This is pretty recent, also. Um, yeah, last year. I, oh, really? Oh, that reason. Yeah, it is. Okay, because I think it was nominated for Best Picture and everything. Um, nominated for awards, for sure. Um, I was looking forward to this one. So I knew that... So did you know this existed as a stage play first? A yes. stage musical? Okay, cool. I obviously haven't seen it, but... Um, yeah, I had heard it mentioned at the same time as I heard things like West Side Story mentioned. So, like, I had heard, you know, it had existed before. Totes. And in the, this was, I believe, In the Heights was the musical that Lin-Manuel Miranda did before Hamilton. I think. Yes? I think I read that somewhere as well, that he was, like, involved in that when he was younger. Yeah. And In the Heights, he actually plays, Us he played Usnavi. And, uh... First of all, Usnavi, like, what a, that is such a, it feels like such a Lin-Manuel Miranda, like, character or, like, story or whatever. 100%. Yeah, my, dad, my dad saw this boat, and he's like, oh, that's it, man. That's what I'm going to name my kid. And I, oh, Usnavi. U.S. Navy. Got it. <laughs> right. 
so good. Um, so good. Really enjoy that for that character. And here played, like in the film version, it's played by, uh, well, he played, wait, what's the character's name? Because he plays uh, Alexander Hamilton's son. Philip. And then he also, yes, right? there we go. Philip, and then he also plays, uh, 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 yeah, unfortunately, the soldier who passes away. Um, yeah, he did a really good job. But anyway. Such a good job. Like, and I recognized him immediately. It's like, yeah. oh, I've cried over you. Yeah, right. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Bastard. And, and I'm really excited because he's also going to be in the, I mean, sure to be greatest picture of the year. Transformers, Beast, no. Rise, Rise. Fuck, of man. Beasts. John Lawrence. Yep. And Philip Hamilton. Sorry, I had to look up the name. It was driving me nuts. Lawrence, that's right. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> I can't. He's going to be in Transformers 4 Beasts. Is that what you called it? Is it 4? Who even knows what number it is? 5, 6, point? 8, 10. Who Remember, I've talked about this. Yeah, it's uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts, which is based off of Beast. Uh, what was it? Beast Wars or something, which was this crappily animated uh 3D I remember this now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I have to see it for that reason, where it's like, I actually liked that as a kid. Like, I wasn't a huge fan, but I mean, I liked it, and I just got to see what they do. And the trailer looked kind of sick, honestly. It's got Ron Perlman as the voice of, uh, well, I think they're calling him something different, but in the show, he was Optimus Primate. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'm super excited to see, I'm like, you know, the quality of the movie is neither here nor there. The fact that he's being put in blockbusters is bodes well for him. Uh, totally. So I thought he did a killer job here as Usnavi. Um, he, he, kept, he does these personalities really well. He's got a very similar energy to Lin-Manuel where it's just very upbeat. He knows how to. God, and he knows how to bring the hip hop, uh, rap vibe. Like so you know, good. That opening flow. song, you're just like, okay, I know where I'm at. I know what's happening. Yeah. Like, I feel like you know that opening number, especially, really did remind me of Hamilton. Yeah. Right. Yes, it totally. Yeah, acclimates you nicely. You definitely yeah. feel the Hamilton vibes, but it's also something that this is. I mean. Let's face it, celebration of Latino and Latin American culture, full stop. Like, that's totally that's the difference. Like, Hamilton, but more celebrating our, yeah, our Latino heritage or Latin. Absolutely. American. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, really cool. Um, lots of energy. And it's long, too. So, yeah, you're with it for a while. Um, it that is my complaint. I will say it right now half hour too long for my for my likes right and see maybe like as a stage show like you're able to handle that a little more right um right you get like a break in the middle you know i don't know if it's the full two and a half hour i don't know i don't mind when plays are that long i really don't but yeah movie i just have a harder time sitting through it now, I don't know, like sometimes like we're seeing this more and more. The uh, movie musical. 
Yeah. Um, and sometimes you can get it right and sometimes not so much. And for me, so I actually think like as good as this does and the greatest showman for that matter, I really like like I think Hamilton nailed it. Like the Hamilton, the way they did that, where it was like it was the stage musical, like they were just doing the stage musical. The only difference is they figured out camera angles and they did some editing and all that good stuff. Kind of revolutionary for that kind of thing, because I've seen other like stage musicals and plays that they brought like they recorded for TV. Yes. Like, oh, we're going to have this play on Channel 6 or whatever. And even sometimes the movie theater will play different ones. Um, Mm -hmm. But none of them are shot the way that Hamilton was. And that does make all the difference for sure. So I would love to see, like, there's this a constant impulse to do, yeah, the La La Land thing or The Greatest Showman or even here, you know, In the Heights, you know. Which I like. Just, yeah, I do like it, too. Like, uh, but maybe more La La Land, less In the Heights, which I think La La Land, shorter, right? So see. Shorter, for sure. Um, so, by a lot faster. so maybe there is something to that. But I would love to just see, like, normalize releasing Hamilton-style you know, filmed musicals. In it would be so form. cool. And we would get to see a lot more stage actors. Yeah. Right. Like it, we see? have this guy like, because he's a stage actor and he was yeah. on the first run of Hamilton. Big time. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, and yeah, it would, would be just... great to like recognize them outside of our Hollywood standards of just having Hollywood people do all the stuff, you know? See, and then exactly. There's that too, where it's like casting would just be a little better. So, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. So I would love to see more that Hamilton style where it's like that way it feels like a stage musical caught on camera as opposed to kind of the other way around where it's a film first. And oh, yeah, it was also based on a musical. Yeah, um, totally. Let's get into some Q&A with In the Heights. So we do, do have it. a large and diverse cast going on here. Any character storylines that you connected to a lot or wanted to? talk about i mean um i definitely of course connected with nina nina the college Um, girl she just has all this pressure to like figure out who she is and what she wants and she has to be good at it Hmm. and i get that and you know for her mostly it is her putting the pressure on herself um, you know, there's familial pressure as well, but a lot of that is like self-inflicted in her not knowing. Yeah, right. And not like feeling like she can explore it, you know? And so I really, I did resonate with her character a lot, for sure. Right. I'm glad that dad character wasn't more of an ass. Like, I was expecting more of an asshole, I guess, where it's like, oh, yeah, there's, right, like you were saying, where there's kind of legitimacy to her fears, but... Uh, but no, he wasn't putting too much pressure. Like there was a little bit of that, but for the most part, he's just like, no, I just want the best for you. You know? Right. I uh, loved his line where he said like, oh, so this is when it happens. Like yeah. this is when you become better than me or whatever he says, like a better person than me or whatever he idea. said. It was great. That's the dream. Totally. I think as a parent, that would be the dream to like right. have your kid like find a way to better the world in a way that you couldn't you know right as opposed to the parents who only want their kids to follow their path or right i'm never a fan of that yeah not good 
Um, any other characters? Um, I, I like, I mean, full like Usnavi, his awkwardness. I get that. <laughs> totally. I love that we have this lead character that is so not smooth, you know. I love it too. It's so great. Um, definitely, I resonate with that as well. Um, and then, like, one of the most compelling characters for me too was Benny. Benny. Like, and that oh, could just okay. be an actor. Like, right. I think he was so compelling, and I loved loved his character a lot. Totally. And he's the one actually making the moves. He's got the job, um, but also has some time for love now. And he's also a peacekeeper, which I also am. So mm -hmm. I also resonate with that part of him where he's like, no, like I solve problems and I try to keep the peace between everyone else. That's sort of, you can see like him trying to do that. Um, yeah. And I totally resonate with that as well. Totally. And Oh my God! Uh, not that I relate to her so much, but Abuela. Um, oh, wasn't that so good? And she's from the original musical, so thank goodness oh, they had I the good that. sense to cast her in this. Like she was so damn good. She was um, so good. And I really liked the kid actor Sunny. Actually, that could have been such an annoying part, but totally. I really liked him asking. Uh, Asking Vanessa out for Usnavi, basically. That was so funny. Do you like to dance? <laughs> so good. Putting on this voice. It was really cute. And then the actress playing Vanessa. She's really great. good. Yeah, really uh, good. Okay, so those are the ones you connected with. Uh, this has been described as a celebration of Latino and Latin American culture, as we said. In what ways do you see that represented? Definitely, like, the family dinners. Yeah. Um, you see it I there. I food. Yeah, it looks good. Um, just, like, the family first mentality, um, I think, is really strong in that culture. Also, the dances that they did, they did a great job, like actually like dipping into the roots you know yeah we're choreographing those dances yes that was great to see it was infectious and also like again like i get tired i'm like oh if only i could do that i cannot but you have at it right <laughs> right and also yeah. even just like the sitting around at home and then playing music and singing and then getting up and dancing like that's not just a musical thing in this instance. Like that right, happens right. a lot in their lives and in their culture. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so let's see here. Uh, this was based on a stage musical, but some aspects were altered, added, or omitted. But one notable addition is the uh, Dreamers or the or DACA. Is that more accurate? The DACA storyline involving Usnavi's cousin Sonny and his path to citizenship. How did you feel about that? Because I actually remember like that kind of being in the news, like right at the time in the Heights came out and everything. Yeah, I thought it was such a good I didn't know it was an addition to the storyline, but I think that it was a great addition. Yeah. Because it called, you know, to something that is so much in our environment right now and what's happening. Yeah. in our society so i think it's really good that they called that out for sure totes totes um yeah i thought that was really effective how they very effective how 
yeah, how tough it is for citizenship. Yeah, it's expensive too, and like really hard, and there's no guarantee, like like the one guy said. Yeah. So it's just like a really hard process. Yeah, not good. Okay, well, we've highlighted the positive influence the film has had. There's also some controversy around it. Did you read about that? No. So overcasting choices. Well, so more specifically, claims of there being colorism in the casting choices, particularly the lack of dark-skinned Latinos and lack of dark-skinned Latinos in a film set in Washington Heights, which has a pretty thriving Afro-Latino community. What would you hope for in a response to these claims, permitting they are accurate? Which, so, they're obviously, like, it's not completely whitewashed, but I think the key issue is that lead characters and, like, a lot of darker-skinned characters are kind of, resigned to the background or dancer characters and stuff like that and uh you know washington heights if you're from there like what i gather it's like it's very diverse and features you know a dark-skinned community which you know to have that you know to identify with that and then to go see this movie in the heights you know and see oh wait i thought i was gonna see me you know my family people i know and stuff that's gotta hurt. Absolutely. Uh, and it sucks though because immediately I'm like, what? Like, it's like the problem is not diverse enough, even though this movie is so diverse already. But it's not really my place to say that. It's like I'm not you know, like at all. Um, I think like if I was like the people who made the film, I would just take accountability and be like, that's something that clearly we missed. It was a missed opportunity. And, like, going forward, you know, when you go see the stage play, there will be more diversity or something. Like, you know, because they can't rewind. They and can't that would be great, it. too. The fact that it probably, yeah, it's got to still be touring. And, like, especially with a stage musical. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, take that in consideration with casting and so on and so forth. Oh, and then one big one. Do you agree with Usnavi's, uh choice at the end to stay in the heights it really could have gone either way i i think that it was a good choice to stay where he was wanted and loved and that when you're trying to fulfill other people's dreams you miss your own dreams because like ultimately he was trying to to get back for his dad mm-hmm. even though he like loved it there and he you know also wanted to be there he would have been leaving behind everything and everyone he knew mostly to fulfill his dad's wish right right so i agree with his choice to stay i also like i thought probably for half of the movie that he took her with him right 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 like that's what i thought maybe was gonna happen but i think this is better like he's there with his family those that by blood and those who you know you built. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I liked that. A little misleading, though. They really, like, really oh, totally. lead us to believe that it's somewhere else. Like, totally. Yeah. See, I was expecting it to pull out and, like, they're in front of a billboard or something on a beach, but no, they're literally in his uh, bodega. bodega. 
yep. and everything. I was like, oh, so that's literally in it. No, I don't like that. Like, what, what the hell? That's cheap. yeah. I was a little <laughs> disappointed by that part as well. Yeah, but but ultimately, yeah, I think it was the right way to go, decision wise, all that good stuff. Totally. Yeah, it's like progress, right? Like, yes. Progress. progress. <laughs> all right, time for favorite questions. Favorites. All right. Favorite performance. Uh, that would go to Anthony Ramos, who played Usnavi. He did such a good job. I really liked him. He's a very compelling actor. He's got charisma. Charisma. Yeah, and he's got a great voice. Like, he's yes. just great. Yeah. I'm looking forward to what he does next. I hope he yeah takes off him. Uh, Leslie Autumn Jr. Like, yeah. crap. I love him so much. Yeah. I've been listening to his Christmas album on yeah, repeat. Yeah, me too. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> like, I don't um, normally really like that song, uh, acquaint- something about acquaintance be for God or something. Oh, uh, the the New Year's Eve song? Da, da, da. Yeah, exactly, New Year's Eve song. Uh, but I, I love his of version of it. So good. Yeah. He's just so good. Um. Uh, my backup uh, or honorary mention goes to the guy who played Benny, which was Corey Hawkins. I yes, really liked from... him, and I found him very compelling. Totally. He was from uh, Straight Outta Compton, I think. Yeah, he plays mm-hmm. Dr. Dre. Um, and did you know the Benny character was originated by the actor or the, yeah, the actor who plays Washington in Hamilton? No, I didn't. Yeah. I love uh, that. Yeah, right? You would nail that. And apparently, like, that romance, his and Nina's romance, is more center in the musical. And this one was way more focused on Usnavi and Vanessa. Which yeah, I kind of would have liked to have seen that, honestly. More. I honestly felt more compelled by Nina and Benny's romance. Right. Even though I think, you know, um, Usnavi and Vanessa are great together, too. Totally. But it... Yeah, but yeah, agreed. Like I just felt like theirs was, and it theirs was a little more the, if you will, I don't know, conventional what musical romance type of situation. Sure. It felt like. Yeah. Well, they have that, that epic song where they're like walking on the side of the building too. How did you feel about that? <laughs> I was like, I guess we're getting fantastical. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, kind of comes out of nowhere. Kind of impressive. They could have gone further with it. I don't know. I felt like it happened and then it ends very quickly. What's weird, too, is that because sometimes in musicals, shit like this happens, right? And then we just go back to normal. But Mm. there was, like, a kid that, like, had his mouth open. So it was acknowledged. Right. So then I'm like, well, (laughs) (laughs) that one piece kind of fucks it up for me a little bit. Yeah. Kind of the weirdest part. Like, it... I feel like it's supposed to be the, yeah, this emotional, like the romantic climax, right? The, <laughs> it's the trapeze scene of this. Totally, <laughs> totally, totally. 100%, um, you got it. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. Cool concept. I like the concept. Yes, switching over to like dancing literally on the wall. Very interesting, but eh. Yeah, kind of, for some reason, yeah, this time around, I was like, oh, this is weird. Like, <laughs> It is a little weird. Okay. And it is they, weird, too, because yeah. it's, like, by the secondary romance. Yeah. Because it does right. seem like they want you to focus more on 
Vanessa and Usnavi, but I was like, well, I feel more compelled for this story. And then they do this epic dance singing scene that makes me feel like I should be more focused on them too. It was a little confusing. Totally. And now it makes me like, like entire songs, like four or five songs are cut out of this thing, which are more like, yeah, Ben and uh, Benny and uh, Nina centric. So it makes me want to consult the soundtrack and be like, Oh, I wouldn't mind hearing. Oh, that'd be cool. (laughs) Well, first of all, I wouldn't mind hearing George Washington sing more like that dude. He got a voice. Um, so good okay favorite scene um i i really liked two of the scenes a lot i love the blackout scene like the entirety of it is just really good and magnetic um you know abuela's dream sequence happens during that time and that is like heart-wrenchingly good yeah oh but i also really love the carnival dance street scene where everybody's sitting around because they're hot as fuck. Yes. And then they start dancing. I'm like, this is good. And it really pumps you up, too. Yeah, so good. Yes. Fuck yeah. That's a great scene. Good choice. Yeah. That trio of characters, I could watch a whole movie about them. Um, What was it? Daniela, Carla, and I forget the third one's name. But yeah, like those those three. I really loved them. Um. Okay, favorite. Oh, did you have a favorite song, though? I knew you'd ask me this. Um, When You're Home, Nina and Bear- Benny. When You're Home, Nina. Is that when? Oh, is that like their first song together? Yes. Yeah. Um, so one thing. I just realized that. So this musical in particular does these weird things where. Okay, yeah, it takes place in this weird logic where people sing to each other and stuff like that. And in particular with Lin-Manuel Miranda, they're really, they go from dialogue to singing to singing dialogue, like yes. at the drop of a hat. And, uh, but every now and then, like when Nina first arrives, like she used to work at the dispatch, right? And uh, with Betty and they, they set it up to be like, oh yeah, she knows how to rattle off the directions and blah, 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 all this stuff. Kind of like Benny does. Mm-hmm. And they set it all up like they're trying to they're egging her on like here do it and like she just yells hello like right into the mic and you're just like okay yeah. and the logic of this play though like they're listening to Benny and then all of a sudden this girl <laughs> chimes in hello yeah who the fuck is who the fuck is this like <laughs> and it's just so random to me I don't know why that sometimes I struggle with that part of musicals too and I. I usually have to just try really hard to let it go. But sometimes yep. that's, I remember being a kid and I'd be watching Grease uh-huh. and I'd be like, but like, are they actually supposed to be like singing? Okay, like, yeah, you know right. what I mean? Like, so yep. as a kid, I'd be like, well, I'm supposed to, to look at movies like they're a real life situation, uh-huh, but then yeah. they break out in a song and dance. Is that supposed, like, are they acknowledging that in, you know, like that always like tripped me up a little bit when I was a kid. And weird, you wouldn't have that so much when seeing a stage show though, right? Like totally, it's easier to accept the transition to, oh, we're singing now, right? Well, and I will and say like, as I've watched- a, sorry, it, uh, it's the fact that it's a movie format that you're like, right, movies supposed to equal you know, real life or something right. like it. Yeah. Right. As I've like grown older and watched more and more musicals, I've definitely like let that part of my brain just chill. Mm-hmm. And I don't mm-hmm. like really look into it too much anymore. You know what I mean? 
for sure. It's more, yeah, it's just one more, it's an expression. It's And see, right, where do you fall on the, like, when a song needs to happen, it's just supposed to be an extension of, it's like, well, I can't really express this myself anymore in words, so now, law, you know? Mm-hmm. Or is it like, this situation's happening, here, to illustrate this in song, here's this. like Maybe the second or a, one. Or a bit of both. Oh, okay, bit of okay. both, probably. But maybe a little more of the second one. Because musical, like, they set it up both ways, though, in musicals pretty nicely, because it's like, you still have to get whatever you still have to get the information across via dialogue they still do that but they also have this song sequence which will give you information too if when i was a kid i feel like one of the reasons i really liked phantom of the opera was because it was like about opera singing so every time they would sing they would be purposely singing and i'd be like yeah this makes sense in this world you know what i mean Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. totally it's also just a beautiful story but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is it no yeah it's it funny. is lovely to an extent also toxic but oh yes. of course but, okay, nobody yes. is denying that yeah nobody's <laughs> denying that yeah um okay so favorite quote uh i loved every time she said this it's from nina uh-huh. let me just listen to my block yeah I love that so much because it's also like she's practicing mindfulness in that moment of like, let me be here. Let me be now. Like, (laughs) let me listen. And sometimes I do that where I just. (laughs) Hipster weirdo. Sometimes I I do that shit where I'll like stop and I'll just like take a deep breath and smell the air. And then I'll like listen to the sounds around me. And I like loved her vocalizing that so much. Yeah, totally. I didn't realize she does say it a couple of times. I didn't know that. I, I, she I guess I only said it at words. least three times. Damn. I, I didn't listen to her. That's oh, okay. Gosh. It's something that I, like, <laughs> apparently am drawn to. So I listened to for it. Awesome. Great, great, great. Okay, so now out of five stars, how many stars would you give in the Heights? I give it a solid four stars. It would get an extra star if it was a half hour shorter. <laughs> and yeah, now that really you mentioned it, it you, maybe eh? it, it was just like a tad too long for my taste. Um, and maybe, you know, like you mentioned, like had some more color in their cast would have been cool. But yeah. I will say it wasn't something that I noticed. So no. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, no. it And it wouldn't it, be it would. because, right, we're not. Of right culture uh spoiler alert we are very much white i mean yep come on no <laughs> so yeah <laughs> we wouldn't but it's so that's why i like hearing yeah the discourse a little bit and uh yeah totally uh, and there's good points on both you know it was a very yeah very interesting discourse um but at the end of the day but see at the end of the day what i hope everybody walks away with though is like okay but can we accept the fact that this is about community and like a celebration of Latino culture and all this stuff? It is awesome. Um, and had a few while, people from Brooklyn Nine Nine in it, which I loved. Yeah. Oh, that's who that was. Carla? Stephanie Beatrix. Yep. Shit. No wonder I fucking. She was like one of my favorite characters. She She's was, so like, good. One of my fucking favorite character. I was just like, 
like the first time I didn't notice her as much, but this time I was like, man, she's just getting nothing but comedy bits. Like it's amazing. She is like the comic relief in this, which is such a fun part to see her in. Yeah. Yeah, that she's great. Um, and then uh would you rewatch or recommend? Uh yes and yes. Perfect. And then uh yeah, you reboot this? I mean, not yet. Well, like, I don't really think I need to reboot it, but I would love to see the stage show. There we go. If yeah. I ever had the opportunity. Totally. Because and it would hell. be very cool to hear the other songs and to see different actors playing the roles too. Totally. Just saying, yeah, give it the Hamilton treatment. So see, it's interesting with this movie. Yeah, right. With this movie, I would see the potential. Or wait. No, it's the other way around. So this one, I get making it a movie and being like, yeah, this can be a movie musical. Greatest Showman, which starts out as, yeah, it's an original movie musical. Weird. You're like, no, this, this is a stage musical. Like, this is clearly a stage musical. So it's so right. interesting where it's just like, oh, like, it should be. Cool. Well, because Greatest Showman, too, is like very similar in coloring to like, uh, oh, my God, why can't I think of what it's Moulin called? Rouge. Yes, Moulin Rouge. Yeah. And um so you just like in my brain, I was like, I know this is an original story, but it feels like it should be a stage show. Yes. A hundred percent. And it is now like just, you know. Oh, it is. It is now. Yes. they. I think well, that's so fabulous. I didn't know. It's, it's being turned into it like it's in the process. But yeah, okay. it is going to be a Broadway musical. Uh, not surprised. Like and yeah, it's like, honestly, I yeah, it would. Spoiler alert. I, I would prefer to see that version. Well, maybe not Me prefer, too. but I would love to see that version. Me too. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. And with that in mind, let's talk about. Let's do it. The Greatest Showman. I mean, in their opinion. Um, okay. Loosely based upon the life of P.T. Barnum, an infamous con man to some, an enigmatic patron of performance to others. Things start out when Phineas is a young boy, born the son of a struggling tailor. Phineas meets and befriends a wealthy socialite's daughter, Charity. The two dream of a life together away from their harsh, surra harsh surroundings. Phineas, in particular, hopes to forge his own destiny and, and uh, provide a life of wealth and happiness for Charity and eventually their daughters. After a few false starts in the labor market, Phineas decides to assemble a show of unique individuals, or freaks, that include a bearded woman with a powerful singing voice, the, the hair-covered dog man, and the miniature man, Tom Thumb. Like the world Phineas grew up in, the public rejects P.T. Barnum and his circus, but like any family, they stick together. And with the show's audience growing, Phineas approaches a potential investor, a young yet totally restless man of status, Philip Carlyle, uh, played by Zac Efron, who is who is uh, won over by P.T. Barnum's showmanship and charisma. Together, they manage to recruit a legitimate international sensation, the opera singer Jenny Lind, uh, played by Rebecca Ferguson. But when Lynn's affections for Barnum are not returned, the show and Barnum's life start to unravel. Set to a musical soundtrack of poppy, bombastic songs, it's a show that must be seen to be believed. Love it. 
So, if a movie can get me crying from the opening. <laughs> oh, the opening is so good. That I think that might have <laughs> even been one of my questions is like, oh, so good. It's usually a I love the opening song. of this movie. <laughs> and I love the song that they chose, too. Yeah. Um, this is the greatest show, which. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. So I kind of dived into this thing after watching it. And so there's a soundtrack of, yeah, the cast. And then yeah. they have another soundtrack now, which is done by pop singers and, you know, pop uh, bands. And Panic at the Disco kind of no. kills the opening song. <laughs> I have to listen to that because yeah, high yeah. school me loved Panic at the Disco. So. Yeah. No, they kind of kill to the point where I'm just like, you know, I love the opening, but Panic at the Disco might have stolen it. Sorry, Hugh Jackman. Like, And Panic at the Disco, who'd have thought? Like, how are they still around? Like, I did I not think of that as an enduring that, band. That's crazy. But they're still around. They are kicking it. And they actually do great covers. Like, he did a cover of something else that I actually really enjoyed. Oh, wait. He covered Let It Go, I think. Yeah, and killed it. Like, see, like, wow. yeah, you got to hear it. Yeah. That's um, awesome. So, yeah, I checked that out. And, uh, yeah, so definitely recommend that soundtrack. That's very interesting. And I kind of like when they do that. Like, take a musical or take a soundtrack and then divvy out the songs to pop singers to it redo. is cool disney did that a lot um, totally yeah um they did that with nightmare uh before christmas a couple times now <laughs> um they did it get... with mulan oh really like they had yeah they had christina aguilera sing oh that's right yep. Mm -hmm. yep exactly that shit yep. was my jam bro so good and then uh yeah greatest showman like i resisted this one I was not. You did. Uh, and I knew that the only way I would get you to watch it would be to assign it to you. And some of the movies that I have on my list are like that, like Into yeah. the Spider-Verse. I felt like you, I know you said you were going to get to it, but I didn't know if you were. So I assigned it to you. Right. And this movie is definitely not as good as that movie. But I <laughs> thought, you know what? Hugh Jackman does something kind of special in this. And I think that it's worth visiting. Totally. And that's the other part that I enjoy is. The fact that so it's an original musical and it's kind of all Hugh Jackman's doing, really. Like, that's the only reason this kind of exists. So at the end of the day, kudos to him for making this happen because it was a long fucking process. I think he was at it for nine years. And that's that's a long time to be dedicated Whoa. to something like this, you know, especially like, it. you know, he's been a pretty busy dude. He loves, loves, loves musicals, though. Like he loves broadway he just hey, did a show broadway with is all the better for it like broadway you know frankly like, you know he's helping keep broadway alive let's uh <laughs> he just did a show with sutton foster who i also really love um they did a show together recently and i thought oh, really? that that was very cool is it the music band because i think he's yes okay yeah he's in the music band which this made me want to see that and you because you can easily see yeah correlations between this character and the Harold Hill character from Music Man. So do you, you know think, like, uh, I don't, I've never watched it, no, or listened to the soundtrack, but, like, I've heard, obviously, it's, like, an infamous, definitely part of it. Got it. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, jumping into it, like, 
do you think that they should have just made this a completely fictional yes. film about a made up person who made up the who created the circus? Yep, hundred percent. That's the because all yep, of the controversy. The that, yeah, all the controversy that surrounds this is how bad of a person P.T. Barnum. Barnum, yeah. Yeah, was. And, and that's like, yeah, it hurt it. And yeah, I'll be up front. It hurts the score. Like, you know, like things like that hurt the score. Like, of course. Yeah. I think that maybe they were like, well, that will get this recognized. Right. Which but is like, funny. Someone like, like, I get Jackman, that, but... like, you recognize it regardless. Right. right? Well, that's a funny argument because, like, yeah, we wanted the recognition. P.T. Barnum? <laughs> Who the f- <laughs> Who the f- yeah. fuck? I'm sorry, guys. Like, you're you're showing your age here. Like, you think like <laughs> you think somebody might. But we're gonna like, know who the fuck that is. <laughs> right. I'm a weirdo who likes to know things, so that's why I know it. But I don't think a portion of my friends know who the fuck. Like, <laughs> I didn't know who he was until I watched this movie, and then I did my own research because yep. I found out that people were really upset that this movie was making him look like a better person than he yeah. was. And totally. Now see, yeah, one of two things, either yeah, make it a fictional person or yeah. Show know, the real shit. Show the real yeah. shit. Like yeah. Um I would have gone for the other because yeah, this is because the problem is you're associating PT Barnum with like, yeah, he was all about like assembling this diverse group and everything. I don't think that was his priority no so it's misleading to have this because yeah that's the point of the musical is you're showing this guy who learns the importance of community family etc etc totally like did uh the guy actually learn that i do not think so i don't think so so i don't think so now there's so there yeah there's one big thing that yeah hurts him which is his first quote unquote freak the first one who was part of his show like yeah was someone who was um was uh whatever uh advertised there we go advertised to be um george washington's handmaiden or something like that oh and so there was that and uh yeah treatment of her wasn't the best obviously and all and it's there's just <laughs> it's just problematic so there was that and several other things. Now, actually, I didn't associate P.T. Barnum with like the freak show aspect. I just picked, I just circus. As, yeah, circus guy. Me too. But, yeah, he's the one who kicked that off. Like, and to the point where it's like just, you know, animals sewn on each other and stuff like that. So really, yeah, low class type fair. Sure, sure. But yeah, make him fictional or something like that. Yeah, it goes down a little easier. It really does. So you said the first song made you emotional. What did it make you feel? Well, it just lured me in. Like the thing. So I have a feeling like the thing, like a good music, like if a musical's working for me or doing the musical thing, I'm already just gonna baseline be in uh in um sensory overload. Like for yeah, some me reason. too. Like. It's already too much for me, but but if it's the right kind of overload, you know, I'm into it. Totally. Um, and somehow, like, yeah, I'll either connect with it or I won't. 
Yeah. But musicals, just full stop, are just going to be sensory overload for me. And yeah. if I can if I can retain anything from it, that's a good sign. So Hamilton was that way, where it's just like, that was just a whim. Didn't know what I was getting into. I was expecting musical, musical. And then I get hip hop and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm in. <laughs> Hell I yeah. I didn't know we were doing this now with musicals. Right. Because, yeah, like I knew about poppy musicals, but the fact that we're incorporating like hip hop and shit into our musicals now, oh yeah, I'm into it. It's so good. So that's why I'm able to connect with it. Like straight up musicals, a little harder actually. Into the Heights, kind of the same way. A little hard to, for me. Like songs don't retain as much. I still love the experience though. Like, oh yeah, such a good experience. And uh, with this opening, like yeah, it just won me over with the beat, the yeah, the way it it had the ham it had that Hamilton vibe to it, where it's just like, okay, you you learned, you took notes. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like I do not think, you know, yeah, on it, yeah, right. I don't think this musical exists without Hamilton. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, let's jump into uh, Zac Efron. What do you think of him? I know we mock him a little bit, and you especially well, make fun very of him mock-worthy. for his like he is. I mean, he's otherworldly even... handsome, and it's fucked up and ridiculous. And <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> clearly, has had work done, and like that's fine. Like whatever, it's fine because a I lot mean, of people are giving him so much grief over his like jaw job that he got done. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And I feel so bad for him. And I just like don't even. He says that he like got into a car accident that like shattered his jawbone and he had to have oh, it rebuilt. Steve, you never know. And people are like, that's not true. And I'm like, well, if it is true, yeah. that's horrible. If it's yeah. not true, and he felt like he had to make that up for society yeah. to like let him modify his own body like that's kind of sad too right there's no winning in that scenario for sure so my biggest problem is like i'm just always gonna have a problem with uh naturally good looking people it's just (laughs) that's fair because i'm not you know like you know it's good to root for the underdog yeah exactly and uh so there's always that but i can accept the fact that yes this movie proved me wrong in the realm that he's so he's okay. So he's still not a great actor, I will say. Um, but yes, he is a talented singer. Like you know, he's come a long way since High School Musical too. Like he I is like not just. I always forget how good of a singer he is until I hear him sing again, and then I'm like, "What are you like, doing, bro? Yeah, like, don't get yeah. me wrong. He's a fine actor. I don't dislike him in anything I've seen him in, but like, he should be singing." Yeah. Right. Right. Or he should be like or on musicals. Broadway doing plays. Like, yeah, because yeah, right. Do the that would be awesome. Thing. Totally. And he might like he's still he's got time. He's got he time. is so much time. He's young. So but yeah, so I will say yeah, am I a Zach Efron fan? By no means, but now I do like it's good like this shows me it's like okay, he's not strictly a pretty face. Similar to right. Chris Hemsworth, strict, you know, similar to yeah. Right. Channing Tatum, on the other hand, okay, strictly a pretty face. No, just kidding. But when he does movies like Magic Mike, can oh, you exactly. hate him? No. Nah. Zach Efron, like, see, like, there you go. There's the next Magic Mike. He could take it over. He could. He yeah. could. He won't, but he could. He won't. 
I'm trying to think if this was the first time I saw Zendaya in something. Was she in Spider-Man uh, yes. before this? Uh, I'm trying to remember when the first Spider-Man came out. Maybe. With the. Uh, no, she had to have been in Spider-Man before. Yeah, because this was 2017. Yeah. Yeah. But I think this was right on the heels because, right, Zendaya, now I don't know for sure. Did Zendaya start music and then move into acting? I don't know which order that went in, but I do know she is. Musically talented. Music. Okay. Yeah. She's musically talented. I've seen her sing on other things as well. Okay. And it's just, it's so funny. Like with her and the same with uh, Zoe Kravitz, I think. It's like, yeah, but how into music are they? Or <laughs> are they still right. into music? And so on and so forth. Right. It's hard because I think a lot of actors feel like they do have to kind of pick a lane. Yeah. Or musicians and who are also actors like feel like okay, well I have to be one of these things, yeah. you know. And I kind of get that because for a long time we tried to make all of our actors singers. Do you remember that? Yeah, <laughs> probably like, like the early aughts, like yeah, like Leo DiCaprio did a <laughs> musical. No, he didn't. But God, would I love? He would never. Uh, because he knows better. Uh, <laughs> knows better. <laughs> Don't do it. It would be Leo. interesting, though. We never know, right? Like, for all we know, he kicks ass in. Uh, he could have um, a lovely car voice. Karaoke. Yeah. yeah, you never know. Never know. Um, yeah. Awesome. Have you ever been to the circus? We have been to the circus, right? Um, I don't know. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure you have. So, yeah. Definitely not with guests. So I think you were the. I was probably the like last three or four. Of us. Yeah, exactly. See, and yeah, like, that would know, be why I don't remember. Really young, yeah. Um, yeah, I think you know more so when you're really young, right? Like the I don't know. Do do parents still take their kids to the circus now? I the doubt circus it. still comes to like it came to Oregon not too long ago. I think that a lot of it now has to do with like. The trapeze artist and yeah, to Circus yep. Delay. We just which Circus Delay rub pushed them out. I think yep. love. We love Circus Delay though. Like I'm always amazed by acrobatic people because it's not something that I could ever do. So I just like stare in total like mesmerization. A of, like a lot of guts, a lot of trust, and that's got to be especially exciting nowadays. Where you're like, how the fuck are you trusting these people? Like <laughs> genuinely, every time we go in the world to a Circus we live Delay in. show. Every time I like look at Josh and I'm just like, do you know that this person literally puts their life in this other person's hands? Like that's how much they know and trust each other. And that's how much they've practiced like this routine, yeah. like to this extent, you know what I mean? Like I can't, I genuinely cannot imagine even flinging myself into like Josh's arms, who I feel like I trust <laughs> more than anyone. Right, right. I, I like yeah. don't know that I could do it, you know? Yeah, right. So I think it is amazing. See, in this movie, so from what I get, they didn't have like uh, typical nets like that we would get with trapeze artists in this, right? It looked like they just literally had people waiting at the bottom to catch you. To catch, yeah. Wow, crazy. Yeah, that was cool. Right. And I, because I was wondering, I was like, wait, but everybody's acting really pissed. Like, I thought that was like part of the act at first. I was like, oh, oh no, they're, they're mad because she whatever she fell or whatever right didn't get hurt though thankfully Thank don't you goodness. hurt zendaya fuck no they'll be like charging your door <laughs> be bad think of it zendaya 
doesn't get roughed up in movies, does she? No, she does not. That is going to be interesting when that day happens. <laughs> I know. It could happen. Awesome. Um, not that I want it to happen. I take that back. Right. Yeah. So one of my favorite things about this movie and a lot of other musicals too is the sets. Did you did you like the sets? Did they visually impress you? Sets were cool, like especially with the time period we were going with here, because this is early 1900s, right? Right. If that, yeah, late 1800s, early 1900s. So I kind of I get this storyline from another angle. Because I've seen the movie, so I love Gangs of New York. And in Gangs of New York, it takes place at the Five Points, which is very close to where P.T. Barnum's circus oh, and everything cool. was. So you get, even though he is so not like a feature of the movie, like Gangs of New York is not centered around P.T. Barnum. He makes cameos like throughout the whole movie. They reference P.T. Barnum's place and shit. And like... There was an infamous fire, and I'm glad this movie covered that because, yes, there was a fire and P.T. Barnum's place went down. And, yes, they had to just release the animals. So if you were there that day, you got a very interesting show when you were <laughs> going through the streets because already there was uh, there was so much yeah, stuff going on. That's um, crazy. Yeah. So it's so interesting to see it from that angle and then to see this movie. It's like, oh, yeah, I know the other stuff that's going on here. Yeah, Leo DiCaprio and Daniel Day-Lewis are doing battle uh, <laughs> down the street. Um, I love that. I liked the sets for the most part. You know, uh, when they use the set, because, you know, a good portion of this is going to be done with blue screen and everything like that. I'm sure, 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 sure. Um, but for the most part, I liked what they did. Um, costuming, too. Like, this is a very oh, yeah, interesting time period. Great that doesn't get a lot of attention. Um, yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. And then, like, the rise and fall of his character and then the eventual, like, rise again. Um, I guess, what did you think of that? It's not a story that we haven't seen, right? Somebody oh, right. who That's comes what I from would say. It's, nothing yeah. that, like, is desperate to get everything ambition you know again very hamilton e like totally see, think, like yeah we're uh but it's so interesting because <laughs> hamilton also kind of a controversial figure and they showed him warts and all you know and that musical is better for it so right Barnum, like somehow it doesn't work here it's very interesting um um because I think they're so focused on making him seem rosy by the end. Um, that they can't give him the full journey. Right. Because Hamilton, it's so interesting, that journey. Because they don't even end with everything being fully resolved with him. Like, right. He's not. It, they don't end on his high note, really. I think he right? just, the biggest thing was he just got forgiveness from um, Eliza. Eliza. Mm -hmm. And that was the that was the big thing and then it was like musicals like okay now he can die um, <laughs> right um but other than that like we had seen like we had seen a full picture of hamilton um pt barnum we get a little bit but still you do feel just there's a little bit of disingenuousness right and but isn't that kind of fitting for this figure who if i we're know going off of him like if we do think of him that way well 
this would be his movie, right? He'd only want to show you the good shit. Um, and then, like, see, but if now if they, again, leaned more on it being a satire in that way, maybe we would have received it better. But no, this is still trying to say, it's like, no, we believe this. Right. Show. Um, but um, so his journey, like, I appreciate it. I like it. I like characters that go on this journey and everything like that because Me too. Um, underdogs do get an easy rep a lot of the time, but it's good to see that, you know, unchecked ambition isn't the best. Can like, ruin your shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a bit so like much. Fire, fire just consumes everything. So yes, right. passion is amazing, but it also can hurt people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Well, I think he got that off easy though. I will say that. I agree. I guess it is good that he didn't like cheat on his wife. Yeah, I did like that. That was refreshing. Where she's like, because oh, normally he's saying no. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely not his problem here. It's like he's attracted to someone else. It's that yeah. he just like, can't see clearly like when to like let his ambition lie a little bit, you know? Exactly, right. Um, and I do like that too because I think in a in a lesser movie or musical, we would have seen him cheat and then beg for forgiveness, you know, like, and then had that be the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, time for our favorite questions. All right, favorite. Uh, favorite performance. Favorite performance. I mean, it's it sucks. I mean, you you can't put Zendaya in a movie and <laughs> expect anybody else to you know come even close. She mm-hmm. same thing with with Dude. It's like Timothy Chalamet is in like three quarters of the movie. Zendaya maybe an eighth, and yet. <laughs> and yet. Uh, no, so your favorite performance is Zendaya. Um, she does so really good. great. Um, and I think her character's cute as all get out, especially when she puts on the pink wig. Come on. Um, and then honorable mention would go to Hugh Jackman, though, because, again, like at the end of the day, if for nothing else, the kudos for the fact that he made it happen, man. Like Hell yeah. Um, and people and th- it's so funny when it's like Hugh Jackman is being told no. Hugh Jackman is being told no. Right. Hugh Jackman. By studio execs. And and it's a musical. What? I want to do a little musical. Oh, great. Wolverine? Uh, no. Get Definitely out. not. <laughs> I love him so much. He's so great. And I do love his love of musicals and theater. I think that's Same. great, too. Yeah, he needs to keep at it. He needs to be Willy Wonka at some point. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. Who else? Who else? No. <laughs> yeah, who else could he be? That should have been a question be, I had. Dude, he needs to be King George in Hamilton at some point. Why the fuck not? Like, that would be an that amazing would be just. Glorious. Like a one day, one show, one off thing where just randomly, like, he's just like, ah, he just like in pops town. in for the. Oh, that'd be so good. That'd be so good. <laughs> oh, does he have the range? He's up there. He's got to be a tenor. He's got to be a tenor. I think he could do it. A baritone. I don't know. Anyway, I'll ask Colleen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right. Um, uh, favorite scene? Favorite scene. The trapeze scene. 
Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's trappies scene. It's hot. Why is it hot? So hot. <laughs> they have great right? chemistry. Yeah. They do have like electric chemistry. Like That's to the point where it's like, you know, him, I wouldn't like, mind seeing them in a movie together again. Like something. It would yeah. be cool. And man, she got to like brag to so many people. Like, I was the love interest of Zac Efron. Totally. That's, that's cool. Hey, man. Nick. Reese. Movie. Reboot. Zendaya. Zac Efron. I'll raise you with Dirty Dancing reboot. Okay, there we go. I'm into it. We, I need a. We need a Dirty Dancing reboot, like a fucking good they one. They already though. did it, though. I, we need a good one, though. Did Zac Efron do the? He did not do the Footloose, or did he? he did the Footloose remake, right? N- Miles Teller was in Footloose. In the Footloose reboot, I don't think Zac Efron was. I think they wanted Zac Efron. Like, yeah, that probably is what we wanted, but not what we got. Who no, they need to make a. Yeah, something. They need to team them up again. Kenny uh, Wormold. Is that? That's who was in the Footloose. Oh, got it. Um, no, remake Baz Luhrmann's uh, um, Romeo and Juliet and uh, put them together. Oh, yeah. That'd be good, though. Yeah. But, I love it. Yeah, the um, scene was just really good. I like it was. It was totally electric. They have really I, good chemistry. And that song plays on the radio a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I noticed that with a few of these songs in the soundtrack. It's like, wow, a lot of these songs made it into, like, the public pop, you know, Mainstream. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, speaking of songs, what was your favorite song? Totally unexpected. Like, it was going to be hard to top the opening. I was just like, well, I mean... It is such this. a good one. And yeah. it's such a me song where it's like, this is the greatest show. Like, it's all about the show, the show, dreams and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and all that good stuff. But no, man, the one that uh, I continue to listen to multiple times a day, The Other Side. Oh, yeah. It's so like talk, like swag in a, in a song format. You got Hugh Jackman and Zac Efron in a duet. I mean, the stupid musical number itself is done to fucking shot glasses and a bar. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And I acknowledge the stupidity of that and also the awesomeness of it. Um, totally. Because it's just really well done. And I think they they got they also have good chemistry. And that uh, I don't know, like, I really like that whole exchange. I think it's the chorus kills. You know. Oh, man. And there's a good and again on that uh, album I mentioned, it's uh, covered by M.A.X., which I think is Max Schneider Mm. and uh, somebody else. And uh, they do a pretty good job, too. But that's awesome. I definitely go to the Hugh Jackman, Zac Efron one. Yeah. 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 Good. Uh, Favorite quote? So funny, it's uh, for some reason, I just really liked the line. It's delivered to that critic who keeps showing up. Oh, yes. Uh, at his place. And he's like, uh, and he's such a funny daddy. This is such the stereotypical like critic and everything. And it's a stereo like these. 
I mean, I'm sure they exist, but I hope they're few and far between because then why are you doing this? Like, right. why, then why do you do this? Like, <laughs> like, ugh, I hate being entertained. With right. And it's so funny. He keeps saying, it's like, are you, don't you feel bad about peddling these things that aren't real to people? It's like, I don't totally get that. These things are real. She is bearded. He is that small. She, it like, <laughs> that is an albino. Like, what are you talking about? This is right. all real. So I never really, I never really get that criticism. Now, no, Tom Thumb is not Napoleon. That's not true. Like, yeah, but. Right. I'm sorry if you're here and you're believing that. Yeah, I'll take your money. No. <laughs> right. Then it's like, uh, you should just pay me. It's fine. Um, but anyway, he says, you're a critic who can enjoy the theater. Now who's the fraud? Ooh, yeah, that is a good one. Yeah, it's in his place. Take that, critic. Take that. Take it. Awesome. Um, what would you rate it out of five stars? Out of five stars, I give it a solid three and a half. Nice. Yeah. And uh, could be a lot higher. But yeah, it's just, yeah, the controversy, like, kind of hurts it a little bit. And you think, like, either telling the actual story or just making it about a fictional person would have just so make easily. A, I just really think, like, make it a fictional person. And, like, because you can easily just say based on the life, but, like, there's nothing stopping you from yeah, that. But it end, will go down yeah. so much easier if you're like, totally. yeah, we, we took aspects from Barnum's life. But, you know, such a controversial figure. We didn't want to do the real story. Right. We didn't even then name him the same out. as him. Like, that would have been better, I think. Yeah. And they already kind of went there with uh, because there is no uh, whatever Carlisle in P.T. Barnum's life at all. Because, right, Barnum and... Bailey, right? Where was mm-hmm. Mr. Bailey? Well, for some reason, they decided to, yeah, uh, not mention Bailey and create this fictional character, which, yeah, whatever. So, see, you're right. already there. Like, why not? Yeah. Why not just go that extra step? I agree. Yep, yep, yep. Awesome. And would you rewatch and recommend? Yeah, probably, I guess. Like, uh, particularly the soundtrack is what I'm attracted so to, good. though. Um, there are some low points in the movie. Oh, yeah, and then you find out Rebecca Ferguson isn't even singing that shit. Now, what? Yeah. Okay, so it is a testament to Rebecca Ferguson's acting ability that she totally sells that she's singing it. And now, now she did sing on set. So this is where it gets weird. She did sing on set the song and everything, but then they dubbed her voice in because this singer is supposed to be the greatest singer of all time. So they wanted to get a voice to match that. Okay, sure. See, this is where it gets into weird territory with me in movies. It's like, then why not do the work, find the actress with the perfect voice, if that's what matters to you, then cast her. But they didn't I agree. Wanna, like, like, I don't get it. Like, they thought that, oh, well, you can't get a great voice and, uh, like, you know, sell sellable, like, Hollywood appearance. It's like, wow. Well, what's your priorities here? Like, right. Yeah, I agree with you for sure. So it always bugs me when they do that shit. Like, and yeah, it's an opportunity where, yeah, it could have highlighted somebody who's an amazing singer. Could have gotten her in front of a lot more people. Totally. But, yeah, I did not know that until just this moment. So. And as Rebecca Ferguson, I would feel, I don't know, feel weird. Yeah. 
And as a singer, I would feel really weird too. Like, oh, I have this beautiful voice, but you don't want to show my body. Yeah. Yeah. There's no winning in this situation. Hollywood, get your shit together. Come on. Get your shit together. Uh, Would you reboot it? Reboot it. So as a stage musical, which is already happening. So, but, you know, it doesn't need to be rebooted anytime soon. Um, Yeah. I can't help but feel that they want to do some sort of fucking sequel bullshit, though. Like. No need. No need. Just let it be. Let it lie. Actually, I don't think they'll be able to because it didn't do really well. It's I think it's going to be regarded as a cult classic eventually because it kind of bombed. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, we went and saw it in the theater, Movie Pass, yeah. and uh, like I was happy that we saw it. Josh, like n- we knew nothing about it. We just were like, oh, it has Hugh Jackman in it, and I was like, and it's about a circus. Cool. We didn't even know it had music. Like, it was a musical. Like, that's how oh, wow. little we knew about it. So Josh wasn't thrilled because he doesn't love musicals. Yeah. But um, he liked it, too. You know, he was like, yeah, it was good, actually. And he was like, Hugh Jackman can sing. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Yes, yes. Yeah, he definitely can. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, really Heck, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, we've covered both of the movies. So now it's time to make the connections. Chess pawns, clock, matches, all physical objects man-made. Small in size, light in weight. That's the connection. Surprised to see me? No. Then you're aware of it. Of what? Our connection. And so, we are all connected in the great circle of life. Shouldn't be too, too difficult. No. All right. So first and foremost, both address the importance of community. Love it. Uh, Both have leads who dream of the bigger and better ambitious leads. Yep, definitely. Usnavi and and, uh, Phineas. Which, Mm -hmm. why would you go by PT, man? Come on, you're Yeah, when you have a fucking name like (laughs) Phineas, I would either be Finn or I would be Phineas. That is the coolest name. Um, okay, so both have, both of these have very modern soundtracks and approach to music. Surprising, I thought Greatest Showman was going to lean a little more into, yeah, whatever, uh, classical period, uh, I don't know, straight up musical style, what have you, um, Moulin rouge maybe. Totally. Something like that. Yeah. But, yeah, very modern. Uh, both char- both have character uh, main characters who need to realize gratitude for their current life instead of looking so far ahead to the future. Oats. Both feature diverse casts. Like so pleased to see people of color in the main cast and in the ensemble here. Like what the heck? Yes, awesome. love that. I love that. Uh, yep, I had that one as well. Both have different kinds of people in them both about building a community yeah that's what i've got and both films have stage adaptations right went different (laughs) both went different ways about it one started out as a stage musical became a movie one was a movie and it's now a stage musical heck yes and it really like we live in a world where you can come at it any angle now i mean you can start out as a graphic novel become (laughs) 
a totally. musical, you know, and then you can a be, stage count, play. be a book that turns into a graphic novel and a yep. movie. Yep. I like right. have some of my books that I've read that are doing that right now. I'm like, what's happening? Yeah. Cool. I do. All right. So that takes care of the connections. And so now we're going to move on to movie matchmaking. But look at this nice thing that we have here. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a find. Catch me a catch. You enjoyed either one of these movies we did uh, some matches for movies that you might also enjoy yeah so for example if you enjoyed the uh excuse me if you enjoyed the greatest showman you might also enjoy hamilton hamilton um the music man and there are two yeah. versions of that um one is the classic version and then one was later done by matthew broderick not as good, but you can give it a try. Um, and then we have, and then La La Land, which a big reason for that is uh, I think the music and lyrics or the, the lyrics were written by um, the same team. Oh, really? Yep. I enjoyed La La Land a lot. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, Awesome. And if you enjoyed In the Heights, you might enjoy Hamilton. <laughs> um, you might enjoy Tick, Tick, Boom. Oh, okay. And have you, you might enjoy, yet? I have not. And you might enjoy Encanto. Encanto, yes, good one. Yep. Yeah, it felt really similar. Totally. Probably helps Lin Manuel. He did, yeah, Lin Manuel did. He the, did the music for Encanto, yeah. and, um, and the girl from Brooklyn Nine Nine was in both. Oh my, wait a second. Oh my God, wait, hold on. Okay, so wait, that Beatrix, is she the voice of the lead in Encanto? She sure is. Seriously? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's so weird. Awesome. Two vastly different characters. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so that's what... Okay, it's all making sense now. That's what you meant when we did that episode. Yeah, that is very out of character for because she's so, like, weird and funny and... Sorry, lack of a better word, like, ditzy and just, like, ah! Um, but in Encanto, she is so... Uh, God, just such a leader, like someone I could get behind and someone like totally. Someone yeah, she's got great. It, you know, a little together. She did so good in that. And she's got a good singing voice. What the heck? She does. She's really she's like really cool. And in Brooklyn Nine Nine, she plays this kind of badass serious one, right? Serious. Yeah. Like more than other people in the show. She's way more serious. Funny sometimes, but in a very like deadpan sarcastic way. So which is funny. different than this. Yeah. So cool. I didn't even realize that. Got a lot um, of rage. Awesome. Well, everybody, thank you so much. If you've got, oh, sorry. No, we need to do our recommendations. Casey, what do you mm -hmm. got? I'm recommending a new show called Flatshare, which is based, uh, it's called Flatshare. Flatshare. Okay, cool. Yes. And it's based off of a British novel that I book that I read that I thought was so fun. Um, it's an easy breezy rom-com and I'm really glad that they did it as a short TV show mm -hmm. instead of a movie because they really got to tell the full story. And I feel like all book ad adaptations should be this way now after watching this. Like I just enjoyed it so much. Uh, yeah. So flat share it's on Paramount plus. Okay. I was wondering. Um, perfect. And I'm going to recommend a show as well. Um, this one has uh, been around for a very long time. 
called Doctor Who. Woo! Um, I'm a pretty big fan, particularly of the new iteration of the show. Um, like I said, this is the longest running show of all time, I believe, because it goes all the way back to the 60s. And then it went away and then it came and then it tried to come back um, in the late 80s, went away again and then finally came back and stuck it out um, since 2005, I believe. Wow. And uh, really good show. Um, super. It's particularly if you're a fan of sci fi or fantasy or sci fi fantasy. This is a show for you. Um, the newer show in particular uh, is probably going to hold your attention a little better. The earlier show is definitely like, you know, the sets are uh, leave a lot to be desired. So, well, outdated. Yeah, but a uh, really enjoyable show. And I just I recently started watching newer seasons with the 13th Doctor. Watch if you're familiar with the show, you know that there's a main character called the Doctor. And the interesting thing about this character is they can regenerate and develop completely different personalities while still being the same core character. Um, Love that. So this 13th iteration is played by Jodie Whittaker, and she just, yeah, got me excited about the show all over again because this is a show built on imagination and ideas and hope and stuff. And I like all that corny shit. So hell yeah. Recommending Doctor Who. And I awesome. think it's coming to Disney Plus eventually, which I just... What, the, what a weird home for it. Yeah, what a weird... What world are we in? Uh, if you have recommendations to send our way, you can do so by sending them to us via email. Movieconnectionpodcast at gmail.com We also have an Instagram. At the movie connection, All one word. Or you can follow us individually, me at Jacob Bean Watson. And me at KC Schwartz. We've got a Facebook. Um, if you would be so kind as to head over to Apple Podcasts, maybe give a little rate and review. It would be most appreciated. Helps people discover us and all that good stuff. Well, yeah. Um, and now the moment you've all been waiting for. The moment where we assign each other the movies to watch for next week. Casey, so I'm going to assign you a comedic but classy movie called Get Shorty. Hell yeah. You got Danny DeVito, you got John Travolta, you got gangsters, you got L.A. What more could you ask for? That sounds amazing. <laughs> I'm going to assign you... What you got? What you got? The Spy Who Dumped Me. Spy Who Dumped Me. Ooh, okay. Ooh, spy Who Dumped Me. Okay. Who's this got? It's got Mila Kunis. Great. Uh, Kate that 70s show. Yep. And Kate McKinnon. I love her. She's hilarious. She's so funny. It also, also has Sam Hugin. What's that? It also has Sam Hugin, who I love and know from Outlander. So. Sweet. All right. Well, yeah, this should be a fun matchup. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Um, Me too. Perfect. So we got Get Shorty and the Spy Who Dumped Me. Hell yeah. All right. Tune in next week, everybody. We will see you then to make some connections. Bye. Test point. Match. All physical objects man-made. Small in size. Light. It's the connection. Surprised to see me? No. Then you're aware of it. Of what? Our connection. So... We are all connected in the great circle of life.